Hello, I'm Emily Dean. And I'm Kim Hyland. And we're your hosts for You're Not That Special. Where we share conversations about the wonder and joy of our everyday lives. And we're so glad you're here. Good evening. Good evening and welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. Do we even know how long our break was? We're we're back after our Yeah, you know, we we did podcast since you had the baby mm-hmm. in April. Yes. She was yeah. I think our last podcast was on the front on the porch. And we we're like, oh, it's summer and right. we're back. Right. And then we we're gone. We paused. Yes. We paused. So what what have you been doing during this pause? Why did we pause? We paused <laughs> because... Because it was summer. It was summer. You were very busy. New mama and... Yeah. Your husband was... Touring. Yes. Yes. Touring pretty heavily through the summer. And... Yeah. We wanted to soak up the last of the summer and... You know, make some memories. I know you all did a little vacation. Um, and we got out for a little bit. But, yeah, just <laughs> tour and kids and babies. Adjusting and, to life with five children. Yeah, and then starting into the school year, you know, prepping curriculum, getting all the materials to start school. And you were in school and, and starting school. Starting yeah. school. Yep. Um, That's been fun. Right. So she is, mom is in school, but she's also teaching at a local school. So, yeah, you were like a double student. and Until Friday. Oh. Two more days and I'll finish awesome. my course and then I'm taking a break until after the holidays. That's beautiful. I'm going to feel, because I've been in school since summer, since before summer. Mm-hmm. I started my first course before school got out, mm-hmm. I went all summer, did one in the fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. And so I feel that all of our listeners can probably relate to the... The blur. Yeah, of summer into fall into dun 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 dun, dun. Now we're here, and I'm like, what are we doing for Thanksgiving and Christmas? Like, it's just... It's unbelievable. Like, yeah. It always goes faster. Every year it's faster. I... I actually was just listening to our last podcast about um, holidays, like uh-huh. family and the holidays, because mm-hmm. I'm prepping for. Did we the have holidays. any good advice? <laughs> uh, I thought so. I, I'll I'll take some of it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's just we're here again, but I know that I've learned a lot in the transition from summer into fall into where we are now, and some humbling lessons came my way so but um I can share some of that and then maybe yeah just catching up on what we've learned I've learned a lot too I've learned about visual arts I've learned about medieval (laughs) theology I've learned about what am I learning now I've learned things so fast that it's been yeah I'm been doing a research and writing course so I've I've learned a lot of information I've gained a lot of knowledge but I'm sure I've gained some wisdom in there too. So mm-hmm. you you tell us what you've learned, and then I'll I'll think I'll yes find something. Yeah, we'll see if any listeners can pick up on the this is not morning coffee, this is evening tea <laughs> vibes and tones. I know in our we, we gotta we gotta um, 
Yeah, schedules have been, that's part of why it's been hard to get back together. Yes. As well. Yes. Yeah, schedules are always challenging. Yeah, so finding a time. Hopefully we can find a morning time because we're just. Yes, we're better. We're better in the morning. (laughs) Well, I know that right before we started school, so I was prepping our homeschool curriculum and trying to get into rhythms. That was a big thing that I was working on for the family. Um, not just for the kids, but for myself too, because it can be so tempting to just say like, we'll just do whatever we need to today because there are kids and that means that there are a lot of variables. But what I found was just having to make the decisions all day long about what we were going to do next became really, really challenging and I sort of fell into like an all or nothing attitude. Like today we are going to make this happen. Exactly. And, and just this astronomical effort to get all the laundry done and do sheets and vacuum. And yeah, just this. That doesn't bring out the best in moms. (laughs) In anyone really. And doesn't bring out the best of my kids either. So I'm finding that just chipping away slowly at things, eating the elephant one bite at a time is a lot more our speed and fits our family um, better. So we have rhythms where basically the chores are divvied up so that a little bit is happening every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm also at that really beautiful kind of precipice where the boys are like almost at the point where I can just say, just go do this. And I know they're going to do a good job with like, Small jobs. Mm -hmm. And that's just, that's a new feeling for me. That's a brand new landscape. I love it. I like having minions. I like (laughs) being able to tell people, go do this thing. But I'm also finding that we're just learning, for our little family, we're learning a lot about virtue. Because it's also bringing out, you know, some of the the nasty in all of us to try Mm -hmm. to work together as a team Mm -hmm. and especially for the older boys to get their chores done because the littles for the most part they just they enjoy their little like oh make your bed like clear your spot take your lunch to your room they just start like I did it you know they're super proud of themselves but for the older boys you know, there's more of the, well, I did this and so-and-so didn't clean as much as me. And That window of joy in labor is like it's so, so small. <laughs> just take it while you can. And that's that's another lesson. It's like just give them the broomstick when they want it. Yeah, like just yeah, say when, yes. Give yeah. them the spray bottle. Just let them have that little bit of pride in what they're doing. Because it, it, if you can build on that foundation, it breeds really good things, it seems yeah. like, at least in our small experiment so far. But we're we're running into our own frustration and really, not surprisingly, my frustration is the greatest of all. And I'm seeing how much my attitude as the mother, the, you know, the matriarch of our home, it changes everything even if we're having a quote-unquote hard day bad day yeah if I am like okay everybody let's circle up let's take a breather Mm -hmm. rather than like white knuckling and kind of allowing that voice in my head like you're better than this like I can't believe you let thus and such slip and what kind of an example are you setting for them and blah, blah 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 and listening to that you know voice and letting it rule 
when I don't do that, we we really do overcome. And it's kind of mm-hmm. incredible yeah. how simple the shift is, mm-hmm. but how great an impact it makes. And also on my husband, Ethan will make comments when I've been cooking regularly or just staying on a schedule and doing small things with great love. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he notices and he's like, it just feels so cozy in here. And it seems like things are like, they're just moving. And so that's worth pausing for just a minute and really comparing the different, you know, because we've all had, like you said, I'm going to make it happen today. Today's the day, you know, we're going to just, right. And because there've been days before where it's, you're just like, we're just not, we're just not getting it. We're just not getting it. Okay. We're going to make it happen today. Yeah. Yeah. Versus that whole mentality or, you know, which is kind of like defeated or, you know, grabbing the horse by the reins. Exactly. And either one is, doesn't create the environment that you're talking about with, the other mindset. We're just going to chip away at it. We're going to do a little bit. That leaves so much room for mistakes and the reality of life, you know, that it's just, you're going to have interruptions. You're going to have squabbles. But if it's, if you haven't just put this bar so high, but rather we're just going to do, we're going to move toward it. You don't, you know, you haven't given up the standard. It really keeps, I think, the priorities straight. It keeps the people the yes. priority and the big picture. And what you're talking about is, you know, a home. Like even your husband recognizes there's peace, but you're also accomplishing. Right. And you're content in that. Maybe yeah. you didn't get everything checked off, but you just, yeah, you kept the main thing, the main thing. And, and that, you had joy in it as you, right. as you persevered. And all of that started with more of a, grabbing the bull by the horns and trying to, you know, white knuckle through this year. Cause I, it was horse by the reins, by the way. Oh yeah. Not bull by the horns. Yeah. Let's yeah. Keep yeah. Our analogies. Horse by the reins. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty cat by the ears. You know, we're just out here trying <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, but right at the beginning of uh, the school year, we had made these schedules and, the kids were getting into their chores, and I was just feeling so encouraged. Oh, the beginning of the school year. Oh, the Such beginning. a liar. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, look at us. Look at this. And Ethan and I, it literally the eve of, of the story that's set up here. We had worked out. The kitchen was completely clean. Like, we had worked out as a couple, which is not only, like, good for the body, but also, like, sexy, like, very attractive. And then we cleaned the kitchen. The whole house was clean. We had all these rhythms, and I was going to start school the next day. And that evening, I sliced the palm of my left hand hand open. open. Um, And it serrated down to the muscle. It looked like a fish gill, and I won't give any more details than that. It was just awful. And I had to go in the next day and get six six stitches, five stitches down to the muscle. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I had, like, a claw (laughs) I didn't, like, I had a hand on the right and I had a claw on the left. And I was like, okay, so here we go. Like, going to start the the homeschool year. And 
you know, now I can't do planks because I can't put pressure on my hand. Now mm, I can't, like, mm-hmm. do dishes because like I can't get it. your back. Yes, I yeah. couldn't get it wet. I mean, I just yeah. was like, what in the world? Anything was about to leave for tour. So um, help from family, um, little help from my friends. I get by with a little help from my <laughs> friends. And three or four days into it, I was like, okay, I think I kind of have managed figuring out how to do things with a claw. But... Ethan and I, we really, both of us just had to like look at how much we were trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And realistically, with a claw, it wasn't going (laughs) to happen. Oh, the claw. And I, I feel like, I know we've talked about this before and we even did a whole series on it. But humility is, it's just the lightest. It's the lightest load. It's just the easiest way to go. And the Lord humbling me right at the beginning of the school year like that was such a gift. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it. Mm-hmm. And I still, like, I have an awful scar in the mm-hmm. palm of my hand mm-hmm. forever. But I almost feel like I have, like, a tenderness see. towards it. It's it's not awful. It's not awful. It's a scar, though. It's a scar. Yeah. It'll be there for the rest of my life. It's It'll heal some more. A little bit. Anyway, <laughs> it's it's one of those things I feel like I can look at and you and got just, a tattoo. Yeah, it says humility. It does, <laughs> and and it's just it's a great reminder to me that everything we're doing, all our plans, all our productivity, all of our you know forward movement, is all so that we can learn virtue. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, and our children, it's not our goal with our kids is not to raise happy and healthy kids. It's to prepare eternal souls mm. for heaven. And so, you know, when I can right. think about that, like the point of all this riffraff is just for me to learn humility. It's just for me to learn charity. It's just for me to learn patience. Well, and that changes everything just because when your goal is to just be happy and healthy, then the impediments, the inevitable things that get in the way of that are just so frustrating and discouraging. Whereas if you're looking for virtue, mm-hmm. then everything that happens it's almost like the bad stuff that happens present more opportunity. Yes, and you recognize, like, the trajectory of your life is not dependent on things going the way well, that you expect them yeah. to. We're Ethan and I are re-watching the um, Lord of the Rings trilogy mm-hmm. because the boys, well, kind of the whole family, but they're... They're reading The Fellowship right now. Okay. Or they're listening to it on Audible. And Ethan and I have been watching The Lord of the Rings. So during the day, I'll be thinking about scenes from it. And it's just making me realize how it's so ridiculous what apprehension we show to hard work or discomfort. Like, if you watch, you know, this epic tale of Mm. valor Mm -hmm. and um, courage... Every single one of those characters that we love, you know, Aragorn is just, he's so awesome. He's Mm -hmm. so good. He's so just. He intentionally seeks 
out that which will harm him. Mm -hmm. They literally go on a journey on purpose with no creature comforts. Mm -hmm. They choose it. Right. And more and more... This is not an awesome, like, welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I mean, it's just, I I guess what I'm saying is the journey of a Christian, you know. Well, they're about more than their comfort and their their security. They're about what is their purpose and what have they been called to. And they're willing to work. And when you watch shows like that or you listen to stories like that, it reminds you, like, we're, the Christian sojourn is an epic adventure yeah and that's like so it helps me to look at okay like when ethan's gonna be on tour Mm -hmm. for a really long time and Mm -hmm. i know i'm gonna feel dog tired and angry and frustrated and things are not always going to go the way i want them to it makes me think about like you know frodo and sam who haven't eaten in (laughs) you know how many days and like this is my life Mm -hmm. you know there's Mm -hmm. no escaping my life but I could lean into kind of the the epicness of what this is this is so much bigger than just this moment and that I'm not getting what I want yeah you know and I'm being like shaped and molded into something and that's so hopeful awesome yeah and that the things that are even the things we're dealing with now that are discouraging and hard, the things that we know will come are, they're, they're the tools that shape us. Mm-hmm. And it reframes it. Yeah. They're still hard, but hard doesn't mean bad anymore. It's funny, yesterday yeah. I was having a hard day at school and a friend, um, you know, co-worker is like, how you doing? I was like, ah. Oh, doing all right <laughs> and she made she kind of made a comment like oh yeah that says everything and I was like and and I was wrestling a little bit because it was a really hard day but I didn't want it wasn't only just a really hard day I saw God's provision in it you know I saw where I'd had a difficult you know um class and I got really sarcastic with the student <laughs> And, you know, in the moment felt justified, but then immediately felt convicted and had to apologize to him in front of the class. And, you know, it's like, I don't know, I just was feeling kind of spent and defeated. And, you know, just you were talking about the beginning of the school year and you just have and it's good. It's good that we have the beginning of the school year because it's like it's like getting pregnant. You're excited and then you go into labor, you know, and you're and it's hard but having that idealism fuels you. But mm-hmm. then, you know, about this time, it's like everybody's kind of getting to know you. And I mean, as a teacher, and you start seeing some of this stuff. But anyway, what was my point? Oh, just, you know, so what I'm saying was in the moment when I, I had to apologize, I was, the Lord was humbling me. Mm-hmm. It was humbling to apologize. And and I'm learning things, you know, and I'm, I'm learning um, I, I felt like I'd, you know, it's like, shoot, you know, I've screwed up and now I've got to apologize. And here I'm trying to instill, you know, virtue and be virtuous. And here I just, you know, right in front of them. But then I was like, but that's part of virtue. That's part of mm-hmm. owning it and apologizing. And, you know, and just, you know, I, I just said, I'm frustrated, but I was disrespectful by being sarcastic and 
that's wrong. That doesn't, you know, and in that I'm telling them Mm -hmm. your frustration, your anger doesn't give you, you know, a license to mistreat other people or be unkind Mm -hmm. to people. So anyway, going back into, you know, when I, my coworker was like, how are you doing? I said, you know, it's been a really, really hard day, but it's good too. And God is providing and teaching me. And so just holding both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's reframing what is good, you know? Yeah, yeah. What is good? Is good that things went my way and that I, you know, enjoyed my day? Mm-hmm. Is good yeah. that I learned a lesson that I needed to learn and that I'm getting to um, work out weak muscles, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. that's been another thing with, um, I feel like what I've been learning so far this year or this school year rather is just, it's, it's okay that I'm not where I want to be yet. Mm -hmm. It's like, and for my kids too, like, it's okay that we're not where we want to be right now. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. And we have a goal for where we want to get. Mm-hmm. I talked to a um a mother of ten um at the beginning. Yeah. Like right at the beginning That'll of the give school you year. Some perspective. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I just I literally hopped on the phone with all these questions for her and I took notes. She was a homeschooling mother of ten, um Christian uh wife and mother to these 10 kids I think her oldest now is like eight or nine so she's kind of like almost you know her oldest is eight or sorry nine? sorry her old her youngest oh. yeah <laughs> sorry, sorry how's sorry. that work yeah 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 <laughs> is eight or nine so she's almost out of like okay. that season of um just tons and tons of kids everywhere right. um and that was one of the things she said was sometimes you just have to recognize you're not where you want to be mm-hmm. and just don't fuss about that mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like huh. like just don't waste energy fretting about that you're not where you want to be yeah and go and do something small to get where you want to be that's so good and it was really encouraging because she shared with me about you know different kids out of these 10 kids and how yeah some of them she can kind of see how oh this you know aspect of their homeschooling or life the way that she did life in the home um was hard for them or you know didn't work out great for them Mm -hmm. and with others of the kids she's like and I can see with others how like it fostered like this creativity or this you know virtue in this one kid Mm -hmm. that now she's seen her kids do with their kids her her grandkids and she's like and that is so rewarding but all of it, all of it, you're doing out of faith. Yeah. It's yeah. all just, it's it's planting seeds and it's starting over and it's it's learning. I feel like all of motherhood is just learning what is the big picture here? Mm-hmm. What is the big picture? And going back over and over and over to that. Well, I think all of motherhood, but just all of our life, our individual lives, you know, is... right. What is it? What is it all really about? It's interesting because you were talking about things we've learned, and I was, and that was, well, there were kind of two things, and they're related, but they, they, <coughs> kind of, wait, what you're saying, they 
kind of go along with that. And one is um, being okay with that there are things that are good and things that aren't. There are things that need fixed and things that are running wonderfully. Mm-hmm. And and not falling into the trap of because there are still things that need fixed, everything is bad. Yeah. I mean, it's such a perfectionistic mindset, you know, but but it really can just eat our lunch over and over, you know, and, and I was thinking about that. I was thinking about physical things and, you know, because I've been so, you know, I've had my nose in a book, you know, for months, there are things in our home, you know, that I was like, oh, I'd plan to do that this summer, you know, I'd hope to do that. And, you know, and just noticing those things and, you know, and, and wishing they'd got done, but resisting the temptation to be like all's lost because my plan didn't happen and and there's these yeah i mean just being okay with it and and not letting it grab the narrative that nothing good happened right and not just throwing your hands up and saying oh well then i guess we're just a family that you know doesn't make plans anymore yeah you know you have to keep making plans you have to keep trying you know in different aspects like we're working on an old farmhouse that is just forever like needing work on like one spot or another and that's just how it is like yeah it just is right there's always something to do and that's why you know we also talk about this all the time the lord created rhythms there's morning there's afternoon there's evening and there's night like right we wake up and we start and we get into it and we really get after it. And then we start to quiet things down and wrap them up. You know, we don't get up and just be human doers. That's not Mm -hmm. our purpose as Christians. Mm -hmm. Our purpose is to encounter others and share the love of Jesus Christ. Right. And we get to do that in the morning waking hours and in the afternoon, like hard work nose to the grindstone hours and in the evening calm down and and put you know your tools on the shelf hours and i think what what you what you just said is our purpose is to share the love of jesus christ and it's to know his love and there's a cost to that um and i think that's what we what we're talking about is just constantly resisting that temptation to um make our lives about something lesser mm-hmm. than loving others and loving God. Yeah. Because, you know, and there's such good thing. I was sharing this with my class the other day because, you know, just somebody's going to be in charge. Um, somebody is going to sit on the throne of our hearts and, and everything is always competing for the throne of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, even the good things, even the clean house, even the well-behaved children, yes, even the checklist, good and necessary things, but they want they want a place just and they they're not pers- you know personifying them, but we want to sit on the throne of our hearts. We want to say, I actually am very you know I want my home to be this this and this, and I'd and it just that temptation to make that the most important thing where that's where my security is going to come from. Right. That's where my joy is going to come from. Yeah. And it's really God's mercy that doesn't let those things 
come together. Right. Um, because, I mean, sometimes when you think about it, what would we sacrifice? What would be sacrificed for that? You know, for the perfectly clean, orderly home, for the, you know, whatever it might be. And it's, and we'd miss what our life is really about. We'd miss what's the most fulfilling thing about our life, right. which is sharing his love. Yeah. Which will completely change if you think about it. It'll totally change what you do with your day, what you do in your day, like how you schedule things, how you order the day. Yeah, and that's when I cut the palm of my hand, all of a sudden I couldn't do that like kind of physical push to mm -hmm. see all of my aspirations come to fulfillment. So mm -hmm. I had to allow that, you know, obviously physically I wasn't going to be able to do that. But then it was, am I going to, you know, just sit here and fret about all of those things that can't be done? Mm -hmm. And what Ethan observed, he was like, it seems like you're just, you're just sticking to um, you're just sticking to this schedule and you're really sticking to this rhythm. And I learned something about myself in, you know, the, the lack of like, um, just get it done-ness that, mm -hmm. that I, you know, I was lacking. And it was just that when I have the opportunity to do everything just the way I want to, when I have that physical strength, I try and I try all the time and it kind of makes me think of like you know that um that uh oh what is it called like the gopher game where you just like whack -a -mole. you have a whack-a-mole yeah uh -huh. like you're just always constantly whacking like it's a ridiculous game like you're not gonna get that many tickets and Chuck E. Cheese doesn't have that great of a prize <laughs> like just stop it go do something else That's with so your life funny because I was just thinking when you guys were little, I loved the whack-a-mole game. And as you're talking, I'm like, gosh, I haven't been to Chuck E. Cheese in forever. I wonder if the grandkids would go to Chuck E. Cheese so we could play whack-a-mole. It's and just, <laughs> it's like ridiculous. And, and, and just, what is the prize? You know? It just feels so good. It does. But and then I, it's over. The and then life, you have to yeah. do it all over again yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, and life. And you're can, still tired. We really want our lives to be about whatever yeah yeah we don't want <laughs> whack a task yeah just, a whack a task yeah. life <laughs> yeah yeah and and it does it gives you this like momentary feeling of control yeah that is really awesome mm -hmm. but there again like I had two car crashes in the span of like two weeks this year it's just like every single thing where I'm trying to like white knuckle mm. the Lord is like no 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 he's <laughs> Speaking kind of loud. Yeah, Two well, I've always, your hand I've always <laughs> said, like, if there's a thing you want me to get, please just, like, put a rainbow in the sky because I'm too dense. I just mm -hmm. won't. And I'm stubborn. Like, mm -hmm. I just won't. I'll be like, maybe that's a sign. I don't know. <laughs> you know, and I'll just keep working. And I'll be like, it could be a sign. If it's a sign, he'll show me another sign. Like, make sure I know it's a sign. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm a doofus. So... It is. It's it's been very obvious for me that mm -hmm. he's saying you know, I, I just that he has a lighter burden. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. And there's so much it's very childlike. 
Yeah. Um, and and it will it. it will appear naive to some people. Yes, and I yeah. can say that already just in like some conversations I've had just this school year, people will look at you and think you're kind of stupid. I yeah. Mean, yeah, there's something very <laughs> responsible about worrying. Right. It appears very responsible to worry, to stress, to be busy. Yeah. Yeah. And when you say, you know, in your answer to like what are you doing doesn't seem that impressive, mm-hmm. just just know that Jesus sees. Mm-hmm. And he is with us and he is in those intimate places of our lives where we are doing battle yeah. in our little four walls. Yeah. And he cares. He cares yeah. about the precious things. And that's the thing is we do need someone to care. We mm-hmm. need someone to affirm us mm-hmm. because we're doing hard things with our life. But someone does. And yeah. he sees. Yeah. And he always sees. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, you know, so many people talk about feeling unseen. Right. We are. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we can be an encouragement to each other, but ultimately, the only thing that satisfies that sense of, am I seen, am I cared for, am I loved, is the love of Jesus. It's funny, because on, you know, after the the very short honeymoon is over for school each year, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just you just get down to the work, and you're falling behind on grading, and, you know, I mean, as a teacher, and I was driving to school one day, just kind of trying to talk, you know, give myself a pep talk. And and I'm thinking, you know, about, I mean, teaching students, teaching teenagers, you know, they don't always um, appreciate all the, the wisdom you're trying to instill. Mm-hmm. They can be oblivious toward it. And, and I always think about how kids, you know, they always think if they go on to college, it's their college professors that are just the bomb, right? Mm-hmm. Not so much your high school teachers. Occasionally, you know, you're like, oh, I had this great high school teacher. But so I was just kind of thinking about that. And I'm like, because there's that idea that when they're when they're older, they'll appreciate me. And I was like, no, when I when they're older, they'll have forgotten about me. <laughs> but then I thought that. I was like, but Jesus, you see it. You see that really the role I'm playing is somebody who's planting seeds. I won't know most of my students two, three years from now, you know, once they're gone. Yeah. But I want to faithfully do that in the hopes of good things are going to come from the seeds that I've gotten to plant and that others will nurture. and that. But knowing, even if I never see the growth and the fruit, that Jesus saw me planting. That reminds me of, you know, the, the story of the woman washing Jesus' feet with mm-hmm. uh, precious oils and how even she was ridiculed. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. here we're talking about what if nobody says anything. But right. something negative was said about what she did. Yeah. You know, that yeah. she was wasteful and yeah. silly. And and he saw. Yeah. He saw yeah. her heart. He knew what she was doing. And and now we all know her story because Yeah. I, I mean really beautiful. She yeah. was faithful, you know. Right. And not saying that, you know, we're we're gonna get everybody's gonna know our story, but he does. He, right. Yeah, and in that moment, she was willing to do it. She was willing to, you know, be humiliated even. She didn't care because right. she was doing it out of love for him. And, and she that knew that, that yeah. he knew. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's that's good. And that's everything. It's everything. It is everything. It's everything when you know him. I think, you know, it's possible that there's somebody listening that's like, I don't think that's everything. And at some point in my life, it wouldn't have been everything either. It would have been like, yeah, 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 Jesus loves me, thank you. But I want this and I want that. But that's because that's what I believed would satisfy me. And the more I've come to know Jesus, like really know him and live with him and walk with him and go through trials and, you know, just turn to him over and over and over, you know, he, he occupies more space in my heart. And so then it makes it matter that he's that he sees mm-hmm. and makes me content that he sees mm-hmm. but that's that's comes of of knowing him and drawing near to him and if you don't feel like you know him then look for him yeah yeah yes find people who do know him and um, and he's revealed himself. You know, that's one of the things I teach theology and, and apologetics at school, which mm-hmm. is awesome. There's nothing better to teach, but that's, you know, it's been so great to study it with the kids, but, you know, God is a person. He, he's not a human, but he's a person and we, he has personhood, you know, he, mm-hmm. Um, he has a will. He has emotions. And we are persons because we're made in his image. But as a person, he wants relationship with us. And so he, he reveals himself to us. Mm-hmm. And he does that through creation, which is general revelation. But then he does it specifically or through special revelation. He did it through Jesus. Mm-hmm. He became flesh. Um, and lived with us, and then he reveals himself in the Bible. Mm-hmm. That's what tells us. So that's how we get to know Jesus. You know, it's just been really good because it, you realize reading your Bible isn't just some, you know, Christian-y kind of thing to do. It's what God, it's how he has chosen to tell us who he is and what he's like mm-hmm. and how we can have a relationship with him mm-hmm. that's deeply meaningful forever. Mm-hmm. And when you start to get a hold of that, it really does put temporary things in their place. I still want a beautiful house. I still want order in my home. I still want finances to, you know, be in order. I mean, that's, that's not Or even like cooperative and loving children, like, exactly. you know, yeah. stuff that seems a little heavier, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Good I relationships with your spouse and your family members and your extended family. Yes. Yeah. You still want all those things, but, but they, they kind of, they fall into order. Mm-hmm. And they're not all the same. I mean, a clean house is not nearly as valuable as a relationship with a spouse or, or family. But it just sets all those things in order mm-hmm. when you, when God, Jesus is on that throne of your heart, when he's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And and like you said earlier, you know, he, it's it's light. You're still doing the same hard things. Right. But it's... It's a light burden. And I think you can know if if it's light. Because I can also hear somebody thinking, maybe the way I might hear this conversation, you know, on a bad day, uh-huh. <laughs> on a hard day, uh-huh. I might hear this and think, 
Okay, so now on top of everything that I have to do, I also have to somehow learn how to get into Kim's theology class. Like, I don't know where I'm going to fit that in, you know, yeah. or I got to study my Bible, you know, in a, in a new way, in a, in a challenging way. If you have the opportunity to study your Bible in a new way, awesome. Mm-hmm. But also if you don't, mm-hmm. just, you could it's just sh- literally say, Jesus. Help. <laughs> yeah, that name that, yeah, Jesus, is yeah. so powerful. That's what I was going to say. It's and when we yeah. say it out loud and we ask him for help. Yeah. It's just a shift in our heart. Will. <laughs> it's just a shift. I was telling dad this morning how the prayers that I've learned, the probably the two most powerful prayers of my in my adult life were, you know, when you guys were younger, it was in some devotional, but it was all, I, I can't remember what it said, but what I remember was the prayer. And it was, yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. And it was just this prayer of surrender mm-hmm. because I believe that God's in control and to just, and there's something in my life anyway, so powerful about just saying, yes, Lord, because it's like, yes, but in calling him Lord, it's like, it's a trust. Yeah. Okay. This hard thing. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. And that shifted my heart to, okay, now I'm, I'm going to trust you. The other one is we've talked about before. Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take, take care, care of, of everything. everything. And that is just, it's changed. I mean, it's not, it changes my life when mm-hmm. I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, yeah, it, it it's just a... It's a it's a surrender again. Yeah. It's a surrender again. Um, and that's what it says. I surrender myself to you, but then it's an all in. That's what it is. It's just I'm going all in. You take care of everything, mm-hmm. and um, and it's that lifting of that burden. And he because it's too heavy for us, mm-hmm. and I keep showing up. I keep walking through life, but I'm just doing it. Um, very, very dependently on him. Yeah. And, and you know, the verse that says, come unto me, Jesus said, come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my burden upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's a promise. And mm-hmm. it's, it's true. It is. It is light. And I'm not getting any more sleep than I was before. Like, that's I think that's a crazy part is like it's not like the the days change necessarily. It's just that your eyes aren't fogged over. You're able to see things hope. for what they are. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah, you see the goodness where you are. You're not desperate. Oh, I just, you know, I can't I just got to get through this. I've got to, you know, something's got to change. You know, you're I mean, it's something you still have those moments. You still find desperate places. That's why we have prayer. Yeah. That's why I think, you know, just reminding ourselves a story back to Fellowship of the Ring, like those moments where the character is like on like death's door and then they go, but I remembered I have this sword or I remembered I have this one potion. Like we have those things. Mm -hmm. We do. And for us, it's the Jesus I surrendered to you. Take care of everything. (coughs) Prayer. You know, it's not the light of. Galadriel. Yeah. Galadriel's. Yeah. Pretty little (laughs) perfume bottle, but we do have something and it is. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm 
and it's and it's this big. It's this. When I watch those those shows or you know listen to epic tales, we're also reading the uh, Pilgrim's Progress. <coughs> I'm just reminded that's what my life is. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. So when I feel really really tired and like I need help, I'm probably really really tired, and I probably do actually need help. You know, yeah. I'm yeah. not just like some yeah. human who didn't get the the code right to life. Yes. You know? Yeah. I'm I'm in an epic adventure. And That's this is so when good. I pray my crazy though, prayer. Right. I probably really need help and it's not that I it's and that's the trap that we like if I just, you know, re, get a new schedule, get a new if we just do this, if we just do that, that's we can just Careful. get so Careful. caught up in if that. you make schedules, God might, you know, cause you to slice the palm of your hand Welcome back. Welcome back. (laughs)